Well, hey guys, thanks for being here tonight. I, I love uh, this night. It's a, it's a great night to start our year off right. And so we had some KFC and man, I just want to say thanks for making this a priority. I, I know there's a lot going on in your life and in my life. We got our kids back in school and you know, it's the first week of the NFL. And so it's, it's really hard sometimes. Can I just say the bills are one and oh, everybody. <laughs> So we, there's still a chance, guys. There's still a chance. Uh, just as an announcement's sake, um, my Cowboys are playing right now, and so I don't want to know about the score. And if you do tell me about the score, it will be a matter of church discipline. And so uh, just know that. Um, so I got, it, I got it DVR'd. I did not hear what that person just said. And he better thank God that I did not hear what he just said. Anyway, thanks for being here. And, and, you know, some of us might ask the question, like, why do we do events like this? You know, why do we have food that will probably kill you faster than you want to be? Um, why do we gather together? Why do we have food? Why don't we just get into the content, get in and get out and, you know, do those things? And, and I really hope you understand that tonight is supposed to be really an encouragement to you. It's supposed to be a night that just kind of gears you up, it inspires you, where we just kind of breathe life into a, a season where we're gearing up to pour a lot of life into other people. And so I hope tonight is encouraging for you, I hope it's inspiring for you, and ultimately what we want to do is say thank you. Thank you for all that you do, all you have done, and all you're going to do in the current year. And we don't say it enough as a leadership team, and I want you to hear this loudly and clearly, man, we couldn't do this thing called church without you. We couldn't. We, we could not do what we do as a church without every single individual, every leader, every potential leader, we couldn't do it without you. And tonight is just a chance for us to, to, to say thank you. Thank you for all that you do because here's the reality. Here's why you're so valuable in the life of our church. Here's why you matter. And sometimes you might not feel like you do, but I want you to know that you are valuable and you matter as leaders because you're the glue. You're, you're, the, you're the backbone of our church. And here's why. Because this year, you're going to allow people to take God's word on Sunday and live it out on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. You're going to help people listen to the knowledge and the truth of God's word, and you're going to help them, and you're going to walk with them, and you're going to teach them how to take the knowledge of Scripture and how to live it out every single day, to, to apply it. And not only are you going to help them apply it, but you're going to hold them accountable to it. The second thing you're going to do is you're going to help people make healthy connections. You're going to help them build relationships because relationships matter. We all know that because, you know, statistics say a person shows up to church and they've got to make seven good relationships or they're out. And so you're the glue. You help connect people to people. And we talked about it today, the filter system. We all need people in our lives. And you do that. You help connect people in relationships. And then third, you care for people. And I talked to a lady today in the lobby of our Arundhoi campus. And she walked up to me this morning and she said, you know, just two months ago, I lost my son. He, he was shot in, in, in the violence of Rochester. And I was like, you gotta be in a group. And here's the great thing about groups is we are a church of thousands of people. And there's no way that our staff has any shot of caring for people, that many people. 
But with you guys, we got it covered. With you guys loving on your group and caring for the people in your group and ministering to them and encouraging them and loving them and caring for them, we got a shot to cover the thousands. And so, man, I just want you to know how valuable you are, that we couldn't do it without you. And so thank you. Thank you for your investment. Thank you for your care. Thank you for your knowledge. Thank you for your maturity. Thank you for living out the mission of more and better every single night that you meet in your group. And so I I wanted to just take a good chunk of time and just say thank you. I hope you got the message. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hope you you leave here tonight without just one thing. You just know how valuable you are to the core of Northridge Church. Because the reality is, is we couldn't do it without you. We have no shot without you. And so know how valuable you are. And, and here's the great news, is what you're doing is working. It really is. You are doing a great job. I mean, if we were just to take a moment and give you a job performance, like grade, like A+, let me show you how well you're doing. Last year, adults and groups that attended our church, we averaged uh, 1,495 people in a group. So adults in a group, that, people who attended a group, there was 1,495 last year. So you, you skip a year and you say, hey, you know, what happened? Well, we grew by over 100 people because this last year we averaged 1,609 people who uh, attended a group. So if, if you're a numbers person, I, I'm not a numbers person, but I can do the math. That's a really good job. Guess what that means? 8% growth in our groups. And good job, A+. plus. Like, you should get a raise, shouldn't you? Hey, I'll tell you what. Your salary, we're going to times it by 10. So you can go home and you can celebrate because you're doing a great job. And so thank you for all that you're doing. And so here's what I want to do for just the, the, the rest of my time is I want to kind of give you a, a, some insight into some things that are going on in our church, give you some updates on some things, uh, tell you where we're headed as a church. And then I want to speak just to attention that might be there that you might have experienced in your group or you might have experienced it personally. And I want to address it for you. And so what is coming up? I want to update you on our Webster campus. So as we know, we did a Gaining Ground series and we're gearing up for the the building that we're going to renovate and add on to to see our Webster campus continue to grow. So I want to give you some updates on that. We've closed on that building. Praise the Lord. It was a journey to get there. Some of you wonder. Yeah, we can clap. We closed, and and guess what? This Thursday, this Thursday, I want to challenge you as group leaders. This Thursday is a huge moment in the life of our church. We're having our breaking ground ceremony because they're gearing up to start renovating and building this project. And so we're going to celebrate God and all that he has done. Thursday night at 780 Salt Road, we're going to have shovels for you. We're going to have some shovels for your kids and some hard hats. It's going to be a family event where we just look back and we say, God is amazing. God is awesome, and we're going to pray over that facility and say, God, use it in ways that only you can. And so I just challenge you, man, if you don't have plans Thursday night, be there. It's going to be really inspiring and encouraging, and it's awesome. As one church in multiple locations, we all get to come together and just look at how faithful God has been to our church. So make sure you're there for that. We crossed the million-dollar line in our commitments. We're we're not even like three, four months into the journey. We've already crossed that million-dollar mark. So thank you for that as well. So that's our Webster campaign. Campus. We have a kids' ministry position open. 
And so we, we've been currently searching for that position to be filled. We're working with a company named Vanderbloom, and we met with them last week, and they begin to show us some potential candidates for that job, and they're coming back in a couple weeks to present about four candidates for that position that we can begin interviewing and working through the process. And, man, we hope by the end of the year we will have someone filled in those shoes to lead our kids' ministry department. Um, and community groups, man, on your table tonight, you'll see something that we're trying this year. Jason has led this so well. Is on your table, there is about 16 invite cards. You know, we do sermon series all the time, and we give you invite cards, but we also want to encourage you to invite people to your group. And on your table, there's about two for each of you. There's invite cards. And what I love about these invite cards is there's the ability for you to write in your address and the time you meet, that pertinent information, that if you're inviting somebody, you can say, hey, here's, here's an invite card, and here, let me give you the details. So you make sure you take those home with you. A couple things that are coming up, a sermon series. We started a series this, uh, today actually called Waiting for a Sign, where we're talking about God's will. And so we'll be that, in that for the next four weeks. And then we're getting ready to launch an eight-week series on the life of Paul. And for this series, our, our, our equip team, we've gathered together and we started creating a lot of information, a lot of details for this series that we're going to unravel to you as the series goes on. We're going to have a devotional for you every single day for eight weeks that you can live in God's word and grow spiritually. We're going to give you a ton of background information on Paul and all the places he visited. We're going to use the uh, website for that. And we're going to just kind of give you a ton of information to go alongside of you as you lead your group and as you grow spiritually all by yourself. And so the, the series leading into Christmas, we're going to go from Paul all the way to a series. We haven't given it a name yet, but we're going to be talking about the lineage of Jesus. The, the women in the line of Jesus that we often don't know their story, but they played a huge role in Jesus coming to the earth. And so we're excited about where God is leading us. And so now I want to speak to attention real quick before I wind down. You see, we're a church of more and better, Right? And the hard part about our mission is, man, we want to glorify God by making more and better disciples. And we're always fighting to keep that balance of more and better. And, and the struggle oftentimes comes in, maybe the tension that you have felt or someone in your group has felt is maybe you feel like, based off our Sunday morning, that we have le leaned a little bit towards more. Maybe you felt that tension. And I want to remind you of why you might feel that way. Because when it comes to the teaching on the weekend. We have targets. These aren't targets that I invented. This is the targets of Northridge Church. And I actually want to walk you through these targets. You'll see them up on the screen. You see, our, our, I'm going to work from a target's perspective. I'm going to work outside to in. So our first target on the outside is our mature believer. So that would probably be all of you. You know how to read your Bible. You, you, you know how to live life. You know how to feed yourself. So you're the mature believer. But as you work your way into the, the targets, the next person is what we would call the eighth grade, eighth grader. This is the middle school guy, a guy or girl that we're trying to, to reach. The, the next person is what we call the almost believer. This is the guy or girl who walks into church and has no idea that Jesus is their hope. And then on the middle, the bullseye of that target is the new believer. And that's how we approach a weekend. We start from the inside and out. These are our targets on a Sunday morning. And I, I want to explain to you why that is. First reason. Because we believe, you see that new believer, we believe if we start there, we have the ability to hit every single person. If we preach, if we teach to the new believer, to the almost believer, we have the ability as communicators to reach all the way out to the mature believer. 
The second reason is because we believe that the mature believer, the person on the farthest outside of that target, has the ability to feed themselves. They have the ability on Monday to grow deeper all on their own. But if you look at the middle target, the new believer, the almost believer, and sometimes even the eighth grader doesn't have that capacity. They don't have the ability to to wake up on Monday and, and go deep in their own journey. And so Sunday is vital for their health and their growth as a potential believer or a believer. And then here's the goal of this. This target is as mature believers, we believe it's God's responsibility as a a mature Christ follower for you to go inside that target and say, I want to help people. I want to lead people, much like the filter system, I want to pull them to the outside of this target. And that means I'm going to invest in them and I'm going to love on them. And so those are our targets for Sunday morning. And you have to understand, you, you, you got to know a little bit about me, and I, I want you to know who I am. You see, when it comes to more and better, we all have a natural bend. Some of you, 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 your natural bend is better. But for some of us, our natural bend is more. And, and, and that's who I am. I am an evangelist at heart, man. I love the gospel. And I tell you, nothing excites me more than seeing someone who doesn't know Jesus find Jesus as their savior. There's nothing that excites me more. And that is who I am. And so I'm going to have this natural bend this way. But here's a tension that maybe some of you have felt is you have felt that tension of like, man, it feels like we're shifting towards more. And I want you to know if you felt that tension, we see that. We see it and we understand it and we have tried and we're going to continue to to fill in those gaps of that tension. And I want to list a couple things that we have done. In your community groups, you guys are community group leaders, we've given you the freedom to say, hey, you know what, based on the people in your group, you have the freedom to do Bible studies. We launched Right Now Media, a platform where you have access to some of the best teachers in the world, Francis Chan, Matt Chandler, and you can use their studies in your group to grow deeper. We've also added a quip class after quip class where we have certain ideas and concepts that you can come to classes or you can stay home and grow in your faith on a personal level. We've added men's and women's gatherings. The ladies just got done with a Bible study on Ruth. We've had men's breakfasts where we can grow together as men and women. And something that we've been experimenting with, and I think it's really going to work, is our podcast. I don't know if you've heard our podcast, but we're trying to give you a place where you can listen and you can grow deeper in your faith while riding to work. And so I just want you to know we know that tension exists. And, and we're, we're going to do our best to fill that gap. We're going to do our best to help you guys grow every single day. But we're also going to pay attention to the targets that our church has. And we're going to try to fight to keep that balance of more and better. When it's all said and done, here's the reality, man. The year is starting. You guys are gearing up to lead group. And group, it can be a great time and it can be a draining time. It can be fun and it can be hard. And here's what I know is in all of it, we need to depend on God. We need his help, and we need to be on our knees on a regular basis, praying for the people in our group and praying for ourselves. And so that's what we're gonna do as we kind of just close out my time, is I wanna give you some intentional time with your group leaders at your table to just take a moment and spend time praying. God, may this be an amazing year where we see life change happen right in the midst of our group. And so you take about five minutes and you guys just spend time in prayer, seeking God, depending on him for this year, for our church and for your group. You can go ahead and do that now.